What, dear? Hello? What, dear? Alex, what? I'm in the shower. What are you doing? I'll call you back. Nice to meet you. Hello. 
My dear. Alice, what? in the shower. I will call you later. How are you talking on the phone then? What is it? I had to tell you something. I can't hear you. What did you have? I had a coronary. A what? Colonoscopy. I can't hear you, Alex. A I don't col Culinary delight. I don't know what you're saying. Ulceritis, so... Cantalino, Castratarare, Rari's and Rari's. Yeah, he bit me. What did they do? They took all my they stuff. Beat you up? They beat me and took my stuff. They beat you for Yahoo. My money and toys. I told you. How? I told you. They beat I'm you so up dumb. and took your money and my toys. We better call cops. I don't know. You better call your mother. I have yeah, no idea. I'm trying. Dealing with these people. I don't understand. It's not. I don't know. What? What kind of people you were dealing with? They, they, they took your money to help with them. Don't let bother with. Didn't I tell you watch your friends? Well, you don't know who they were. No. So now you have no money. Worrying, what are you going to do? Yeah. That's all. Tell your mother I can't help you. All right. What are How's the shower? What 
My mom got shot. What? How's the shower? I don't hear you. What are you guys telling me? They beat you up and took your money, just like the bones. That's good. You have no father with it no more. Now you learned a lesson. My brother? What are you going to do? Tell your mother. My brother? Call my brother. You got, you got yourself into trouble with these guys. That's all. I want you, you to talk to my brother. You invite them in your house? You're crazy. I want you to talk I to my can't brother. I can't take care of you, honey. Forget it. My brother? Thanks for getting back so soon. Yeah, um, you seem to have that a lot, actually, though. With, uh, is it always a squirrel? Has no, it been that? The dead one before. I, I thought there was another one. Oh. The smells up there, but we found something else. Oh. Open? Wow. Raccoons or squirrel? Luckily, it's not a raccoon, honestly. Yeah. So it's done. Yeah. Well, I talked to Nani. She doesn't sound good. So, I don't what know if she's... She, what? What did she say? Well, what she just she doesn't say? hear well, but, like, um, she's so angry at Harrison, but she's angry at me saying I shouldn't live here because I don't make, like, right choices. or I don't... But, like... There weren't three boxes. He shouldn't live there? That I, should, I shouldn't live here. He shouldn't be there. Why? Well, for me, uh, she says I need to be home with my mother. But for Harrison, uh, that he shouldn't go on these trips, he's going to die. It's just almost insane talk, but it's kind of true at this point. She always ends up being right, weirdly, even though it sounds so crazy at the time. There weren't three pot packages, were there? When you got home last night? Oh my god, thank god. Okay, because one was there since Friday. Or maybe two. Right. Um, I, I didn't uh, really like how we left. I feel like every time now, like when you talk to me about Ryan, or we just have like long conversations, it ends with you yelling, saying you're calling the cops, and then I feel like we lose progress and more trust and ability to communicate further. Sad. Well, it's a very serious thing yeah. that happened, and uh, I think you have to understand how serious I, Are you just not going to, like, really, like, let me, like, just, well, you said you're coming 
to New York now, which makes no sense because Harrison has COVID. So why are you coming Wednesday or Friday? I have a doctor's appointment for my arm. Oh. Well, you, so you're just going to see me, not Harrison? Maybe, yeah. If I, if, you know, like, you, maybe Harrison will come down and you'll, like, say hi to him, like, 30 feet away or something. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Yeah. And, like, if you want to, like, walk with me, we could, like... You're going to be in the area? What time? It's going to be late. Oh, okay. Because the appointment's like 4.15. Alright, maybe not walk. Maybe not walk if it's dark. People have been getting shot on this literal block. Right outside my building. Someone got stabbed last week. Maybe we'll do it a day that I'm not at the doctor. Okay. So not this week, maybe. I mean, I guess it all depends what time I get out. Alright, then we'll talk about that. Thank you for boxes. Call Nani or or just ask, like, why. I don't know. That's, but there's a lot of problems, clearly. You seem, oh my, and you have to work a full job in addition to being the caretaker for all this awful. Well, last night I was, I was writing down all the numbers that I'm finding out about assisted living for Nani. I'm not making her go, but I'm going to check it out myself. And today I have to call hmm. Nani. Well, then that answers the thing I was saying about how, like, check in on Nani. You're ahead of that, at least. Yeah. Okay. Why, how bad did she sound? She's been sounding worse and worse. What yeah, do you I think? So I think, like, not only is it just that she's looking for excuses, like picking at Harrison, being upset, I, or having the COVID, like, she took him having the COVID very hard, but, like, Mark had COVID, like, or whatever, like, we know of people right, maybe we don't know of really many people in the family who have had COVID or even in general but uh like she used to be depressed about Poppy then it was depressed about for the sake of being depressed she needs something to be depressed about but it's even worse than that like she's just so alone and just her situation is so dire and it's sad to watch but people people probably say that on me so I don't even know at that point. Sorry about the skunk and squirrel. At least it's not a skunk and it's not, it still sounds smelly like a skunk. It's squirrel, yeah. Alright, listen, I have to go. Alright. Okay. Thank you. Bye. At least I know the toys are still on. Yeah? Hello? Hi. Do you mean to call me? Hello? What? Mom? Screwing the plumber. So sad.
also suck. My dear. Alex, what is it you want? I have no money. You have to ask your mother. My dear? I have no money. My love? I could just have money to pay my hard rent. Can I have some money? Well, go, go home and live with your mother. That's the next best thing. You can't live alone. You have to invite your bums in and they pick, they, they break your, they, uh, beat you up and to rob your money, I tell you that. You're living in a nice apartment, and that's what you're spoiling. Well, you don't know who to deal with. You can't pick good friends. You don't have friends that are good. You better just lose those friends and get rid of them. Go out, move away to another state. Yeah. You don't know how to pick good friends. I know. So what do you want to do now? Tell your mother. My dear. I, I can't help you. My love. You can't live here. Can I have some money and some oral what? sex or lock? I thought your money's in the bank. My dear? I don't know. They Alex, took my I codes. Can't understand you. you said they took your money. Don't you have the money in the bank? They took my bank code. I don't understand. They I took the bank ticket. Call your mother, all I could say. They made me walk I to the bank teller. To the bank, yo. Blank, ho. What do you do? I, first of all, I don't understand what you're saying. My dear? You don't talk clear enough. My darling. How did they get your money? Because I'm stupid and ugly. I have no idea. Alex, I have to get dressed. I have to go to a doctor's appointment. I'm going to be going what? out. I have to get a doctor's appointment. I'm getting dressed right now. I'm going out to a doctor. What? For myself. What? Va. Alright? Wait. I spoke to mummy. I can't wait. I have to get dressed and go. I doubly day do dove spoke to, to mummy. Huh? I don't hear you, Alex. You can't take care of yourself. You can't live alone. You gotta go back and live with your mother. That's all. I done done didn't spoke to mummy. Huh? She has maybe you leave money. I have no money. Why? I have money just to pay hard rent here. Can I have some you money? Can't sleep here. Mommy? I told you that. You're too messy for me. My dear? I can't be picking up your clothes on the floor every day. My love? I spoke to mummy, though. Uh, bye, Alex. My dear? My love? Don't call me. Call your mother. You hear? Oh. Me. I can't help you. Oh. Bye bye. My love? How did those Amazon packages come within a day? Wait. What? That is wild, Wait, I think one of them got stolen. Oh no, that was in the same box. That makes sense. No, it had to be two different boxes. It was two different days. Oh, yeah.
talk. I'll call my her brother. Yo, I'm glad you picked up. What time is it there? Uh, 2 p.m. Okay. That's not a bad time differential, really, at all. I would have, uh... Yeah, I've been working New York hours, so I basically start my day around now. But I, I like, don't do the full day. It's a, only a five-hour difference? That's insane. That doesn't even sound possible. I know. How are you feeling? Uh... Chilling. I feel good. I'm like, I have like a little cough. The Delta's that. You have the Delta, right? I'm unclear, but like very likely yes, because like 90% yeah. of new cases. Are I know. I, I heard this uh, New York Times pod on it today that uh, it's like the real deal for America, really, to the Delta. Um, yeah, I mean, if, if I didn't have my vaccine, I'd be shocked. Like, thank God I didn't really have symptoms. But, yeah. Like, it's really, like, affecting people. That's true. Um, yeah, so I just, I, I just took my COVID test, actually. I'm waiting to hear back, so I'm supposed to fly back tomorrow. Um, wow, that seems like uh, a quick quarantine. Did you get it last Monday? Uh, yeah. Well, I was tested two Fridays ago, so it was ten days ago. And Do you find out the day of the test? No, I found out on Monday. Oh. Uh, Wait, why did you get tested on Friday? Because everyone you knew had it? No, you had, I just had, like, a requirement of coming uh. to this country was you had to get tested at, like, day two, day five, and day eight. So that was, like, my day eight test. Oh, so you had to get tested three times. Yeah, so then I, my day was positive, so I had to quarantine for 10 days after that, and today, assuming I test negative. Um, does the girl that you stayed with, does she still have it? or? She never got it, but her boyfriend got it, which sucked. Oh, so she never had it. I thought you said. Yeah. Was she yeah, worried about getting it? Mom said that you guys like walked or something. No, I've been I've been staying at an Airbnb all week. But you I, saw uh, her. I we I walked outside and saw her at a park. We kept our distance and wore masks, but yeah, I think she's so far okay. Did the boyfriend know about that interaction? <laughs> yeah, of course. What do you mean? Oh. He wasn't there though, yeah. right? Or, no, because I remember you saying that I she was the reason you and Allie broke up, but now like I don't want uh, you to be the reason uh, her and her boyfriend <laughs> break up, but no, unless no, you want that. That's a good friendship. Did they like have the relationship while you guys uh, what after you bought the ticket? Is that oh yeah, I, I've known him for a while. I met him over Facetime months ago. He's a very nice guy. Oh, wow. I didn't realize you FaceTimed her so much, like, during the year. We're, we're really good friends. That's why I'm here. 
Um, so England was fun. Great trip. Very it sounds great it. Trip. Besides so, the last week of COVID, but that, yeah. yeah, that part. But yeah, did England not? They didn't win that last game, though. Right? It was going to be yeah, like they, they had they had the quick the quickest the quickest um, kick in a in of a Euro team in the Euro Cup final in history. England got away with that was pretty insane. How it was like that fake out, and then it looked like he was gonna go really hard and long with that kick right up to the net, and he just slid that past yeah, in between the dude's sick. legs. That, yeah, I saw that. I watched that replay like five times. It was really cool. Yeah, it, it was. It was great to watch. Just a little bit heartbreaking at the end that they couldn't bring it home. Yeah. Shit. Um, I've been chilling. I was, yeah. It's been hot here. I, I heard another heat wave. Yeah. <laughs> but also like thunderstorms like at night. So. Been, that sucks. Yeah. I've been using it as an opportunity to brace up on more code heavy lifting. Nice. I've been I've been writing. You've been writing? Interesting. Yeah, writing, trying to write like a, a screenplay or a true huh. story or something. Is it a true story or a fiction screenplay? Fiction. Just so it's not a true story. What's the idea, Lobo? No, it's just about New York. It's about music in New York. It's, it's just like a. It's like uh. Like Woody, Woody Allen meets the Beastie Boys. Yeah, what? Exactly. Is it? Yeah. It's super so super bad in the eighties. Super bad meets Lady Bird. What's Lady Bird? I've heard it's of it. It's a great coming of age story. Oh. A couple years ago. I oh I saw the Wallflower movie. How's the writing going? Uh, with as far as uh, like. So. I have written for a while, but, uh, oh, with Timothy Chalamet and that girl, yes. Soroya, wrote it. So, how, in the writing, like, I didn't realize, I mean, I felt good the first time I was doing it, but once you actually have a process down for thereby doing it, like, you can end up feeling some pretty, like, nice sentiments and euphoric or cortisol release and just incredible joys and spiritual awakenings almost like a psychedelic trip if you get really into the writing and that's how you feel at the end of it but i'm sure just you're in your brisk in between bouts of covid it's just been more of a technical journey at this level yeah it's just it's just been a way to pass the time and maybe it'll turn into something maybe it won't yeah, uh, yeah you feeling it out a good, a good activity yeah well i, I you know i wanted to write with joe martin for a long time oh, okay I, yeah. on and on, a lot of on and off. So I'm trying to really focus and make it an on period. I wrote I wrote a few movies uh, this week. You want to hear? This week? Yeah. Uh, I, no, I was just feeling especially cre you know like summertime. So <laughs> I had like some ideas, but all right. Um, you're not gonna like it because like I said, in Lobo Daniel Day Lewis has to play Lobo. You're like I'm already out. All right. Here's <laughs> here's this one. I think it could be a career resurgence for a few, but. I tend to believe heading back with brand value and 
the we said we were going to talk about movies. So I'm giving you a legit Ari Gold pitch, but uh, I think citing back to the source material, what makes something tick? How you how the audiences were galvanized in the first place? Why we were all the hell here? What is it all for? So. I am a, a big believer in staying true to that, but what does that mean? So, <laughs> like, they tried to do the Dark Universe, and that was a bust, henceforth. Um, they were trying to do something new. I tend to see now, um, everyone in Hollywood is trying to make a Superman, whatever character it would or should be. It's that type of Superman, but you seem uh, to see when you go the Deadpool route and not Deadpool specifically, but Deadpool, Kanye said on Joe Rogan, Joe, I am Deadpool. <laughs> when you go the anti-hero, Spawn, Deadpool, the likes, I mean, the archetype was Clockwork Orange, of course, but um, Blumhouse is really capitalized on this kind of like anti-hero route. Of course, you know, but there's just, because when you go anti-hero, um, Loki, you know, what perfect, better example, but what bet, it's the best math problem you could ever ask for in some type of uh, entertainment equation, that the floor, it's limited because you're not expecting much from like a villain or something, so that's the, uh, you can't really go any low, but the ceiling is unlimited, you can do a kajillion things with a, as a technical term, of a character who is morally corrupted or some sort. Whereas Superman, you can only really go wrong, you know? And it's much harder to make Superman interesting and relatable, you know? So for my thing, um, we're going to have an emaciated, think, Bale in The Machinist, which I still need to see. An emaciated... I kind of was inspired by some toys in the figure I ordered, but uh, an emaciated, skinified uh, Dracula, call him Draco or Drake or something, played by an aging Jared Leto. <laughs> and he has, like, makeup, or he's, he's just... He's literally playing Morbius, though. He's literally playing this role. Right. Oh, he's playing Morbius? Oh, you told? Yeah, yeah that's insane. Because I Googled Morbius for this. I'm thinking he's Morbius a vampire, because I do have a Morbius toy. <laughs> All right, so... Um, no, it's just hypothetical, obviously. Think of this. So he's the lead. You know, an anti-hero with that. And there could be jokes, but it, it should still be scary like the Joker. Like, the Joker was almost like Goodfellas. Some scenes were almost humorous. But they were also scary as fuck. But um, Van Helsing is Javier Bardem. <laughs> okay, so now you see me. Um... And so Draco's father is Mr. Steelio Hyde. Um, <laughs> um, he, his sister or something, it, it's going to get crazy. You're probably thinking it's crazy. Is the bride of Frankenstein, potentially. That's Draco's father, Mr. Hyde. Uh, maybe his sister is a bride of Frankenstein played by Margot Robbie. And... Mr. Hyde is Depp. <laughs> and Mr. Hyde, like, I don't know if he, if it's willing incest or he rapes, um, fucking Margot or whatever. And then 
they have the kid and like Mr. Hyde like falls into the ether and people can only hear him when they laugh or something or get drunk or something. And, um, the ghost of Margot speaks to Draco or whatever. And it turns out, uh, Javier and Leto are brothers, a full Joker sweep. And they're both children of Mr. Hyde and Bride of Frankenstein. Interesting take. <laughs> and, but they're like brother and sister. So I'm trying to combine some elements. Thank you for that. No, I'm thinking like, that's like something creative. Like, I know it sounds like crazy ideas, but like, I don't, the, all right, the X-Men thing inspired me. I'll put it this way, okay? Um, there's something about the source material, though, how I'm bringing back to that. There's no way you can counteract. You can't make really better than what has been proven to make the thing. So the editor of the X-Men in the doc I saw, he gets put on his desk a, um, a you know, like the permission for what to do when they're that week, the new issue, uh, what's going to be a controversial, like crazy thing that they have to, that they have to get approved, you know, like for say killing off a main character. I'm sure in Game of Thrones, even though it was true to the book, they had to do that. But when they killed off Jean Grey, or yeah, they make her the Phoenix. And when they killed her, um, they asked the editor for permission and he said, kill off Jean Grey, are you crazy? And, um, the editor didn't want to do it. Then the editor decided to do it. So the editor said, you know, we'll do it, fine. And the editor was like some visionary. They, but they were all visionaries. And then the creators, they say, no, it, it was uh, it, it, it was essentially like Walsh uh, saying in the QB scene that Vinny's going to suck the dick. It was like a proof of loyalty. And also how Dame, I heard in an interview from Harvey Weinstein on Stern that Damon and uh, Affleck included in the Goodwill Hunting script, uh, like seventy pages in, that like one of them gets performed oral sex on them. I don't know if you by a guy. I don't know if you ever heard that. And uh, he and Harvey's like, script is great, fellas, but what's with the, <laughs> what's with the homos? And then uh, they say Matt says we were just testing to see if you read it, Harvey. Not a single executive in any other company. Uh, knew about that scene. We knew they didn't read it. So, no, so I'm saying, um, what was I saying? <laughs> uh, essentially, those guys said, um, the writer said, we were just joking with you, editor. We're not really going to kill off Jean Grey as Phoenix. That would be stupid. She's one of our most beloved. Um, we're just kidding. And then the editor says, now that you say it, you have to do it. And then they were going to fire him or something, the editor, because it wasn't his idea, but he said, since we already committed to it, we're doing it now. And even though they were joking, the writers, and uh, the editor almost got fired with it, he put it all on the line, and then they killed Jean Grey. You know, that issue, it ended up being their most outselling issue, the most store-stocked out. They received death threats. They received fl Marvel Studios and their office received flowers of condolences when they killed Jean Grey. And people were sending them death threats, like incel fans. They had the most female audience at the time and they think their sales were always so good because they attracted nearly 50-50 female male audience, which was unheard of for comics. And they said after they killed Jean Grey and all that fanfare and outselling, they said that 
made X-Men the not a brand name, the brand name, and it sustained them for the next 20 years. <laughs> so that's why I'm saying when Marvel doesn't really take chance, Loki, they took the chance. But it's almost things like that. And they said Marvel Studios is nothing like what it used to be. They used to uh, hone in on like a, like creativity that then they became more like DC and started to be run like a corporation, almost like an insurance company. Disney is doing something completely new, obviously, but like the Marvel that like stopped being, I'm saying. So I learned all this shit from the documentary about stuff like that. So I'm thinking like, why can't you take chances in movies and make like Dracula the hero again? Or why can't Professor X or Jean Grey make uh, Wolverine's Adams inflated so that he becomes like the si almost the size of a sentinel and he fights the sentinel in the middle of like Tokyo fucking Kong Godzilla style. I think that would be a sick ending of the movie, you know? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Outside, like, you're thinking like, I want to do super bad. I'm like, I've been there. Like, I'm thinking of like perfecting or like the killing of the Jean Grey shit like that. Because that was what made the comic. Because it pulls at the chord strings when you see something you've never seen before. <laughs> Sorry to shit on if that was like go counter to your process, but I like the anti-hero stuff. Yeah, you like your thing, I like my thing. It's okay. We can both like different things. Like Spawn is basically an amalgamation of Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, and uh, Ghost Rider. So like... God, there have been bouts where people create their stuff. No, I wasn't putting down your thing. I'm happy you even decided to write because there was a while you were trying to write and not even doing it. But, like, what do you think about the Jean Grey thing? How they were doing a gag, like, fucking Billy Walsh joke, and then the editor said, no, now that you said it, we're doing it. And he basically he killed off their Ned Stark, and that was what put them over the top. And then when Fox went to make the movie... I think the original X-Men movies, one and two at least, were good. I th Yeah, that's, like, pe fans think that at least, I'm sure. Um, the creators were asked, uh, now I'm rambling on, but Fox reached out to those X-Men guys who were, like, long since left Marvel, obviously, because but they were the original, they were the guys who were with X-Men in the 70s and 80s, like, you know. Inception and or close to the Inception, so they Marvel sent or maybe they were still working in Marvel, but like they were off the X Men by that point, and they were sent a note by Fox, a, a nice note asking if you can please um, just give us a, a, some idea of the characters. And uh, Fox Searchlight was trying to make the X Men like Superman, super strong, super cool, and then the Marvel guys, the, I mean, yeah. The creators said it's about how um, people in society are out on their own and they're not fitting in. It's, it's alienation and wandering and longing for a life that's not your own and things that aren't meant for you or whatever. And then Fox said, we were going in a completely different direction. This really gave us a starting point. Thanks! Exclamation, exclamation point, exclamation point. And then, like the creator said, just seeing, like, these actors they've looked up to for 40 years, like fucking Star Trek, Picard, and, um, of course, Magneto. They said it was, like, touching. But I thought that was crazy that, like, they had no... 
the guys had no clue from the source just reading it, or the Hollywood execs of Fox, not any blemish of an idea that uh, it should be taken in the direction. And then the movie became all different when like, they were told by the creators why the comic appeals to people and the idea. <laughs> was was that yeah? Does that do something for you? Yeah, sounds like an epic story. It was cool. Like the documentary was sick. How it really goes back to the source material. I'm saying, Days of Future Past was a sick fucking movie. And why was it sick? Because it, like The Godfather, it's written. Not only is it filmed so exquisitely, but it's also written really fucking good. And the co- it wasn't like a filmmaker's. Um, so a lot of the choices that make it so good it wasn't really anything the film like the filmmaking that's almost it's a whole thing and then if the movie is fucking amazing it's because of the filmmaking but you need that initial really good source material like the guys were explaining how they wrote days of futures past that starts off final act first scene and you know it's them in like year 2044 and they're all like about to die and getting killed by the sentinels and that's such a dark morbid entrance but when you see the movie it sets the tone so it was it's written so cinematically for the comp that's what they mentioned they say first scene last scene that's pulp fiction first scene last scene you know mm-hmm. last <laughs> are you picking up on this you getting it oh yeah i'm also working right now i'm working new york hours i'll just finish the last thing that uh I know it's insensitive, but, like, they wanted to revamp the system after that. And then they, I told you briefly about Magneto, how they were going, um, they, they wanted to make him, like, take over the X-Men in the end. But, like, they, they wanted to return to, like, kind of the roots. So then it literally shows, like, after, like, Days of Future, they didn't know where to go after that. They killed Phoenix. They uh, fought the Sentinels. Um, then they say, let's go back to the roots. So then they come up with a storyline of Magneto in, not, in Nazi Germany as a child, how they compare that. And that's X-Men First Class, how they can parallel that to like the X-Men struggle. And the whole comic series is about Magneto fighting this Hitler-like force trying to wipe out his species. And th- that's how you get from like First Class to Legion. It's literally anything you liked in those movies was source material. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I want to make that clear that, like, a movie could be good, but, like, the writing not only had, like, Tarantino was so good because his writing, but, like, it wasn't, like, much uh, for Harvey to sell, have to sell or do. He said Harvey was, like, his literal father figure, and he did everything. And every time Harvey, like, let him include the scene, like, her- I'm not going to let you include John Travolta, and we're not going to let you do show them doing heroin, like, on the thing. And then those are the things people love about the movie. And um, Harvey says, after he after Tarantino says, I walk if you don't let me do these. He said that for like, he went and but like there were a few things that made the movie key that Harvey said would make the movie a failure. And Quentin wouldn't budge on. Like those things I mentioned and like, you know, the fucking in the ass scene, shit like that, bondage. Um, that... After Harvey said, after Harvey was threatening to let him not make the movie for wanting to include the thing that made the movie what it is, then Harvey says, all right, I'll let you do it. Because he had no choice. Tarantino's going to walk. And then Harvey goes and, like, hugs him and, and, like, kisses him on the cheek and says, just remember this, Miramax let you uh, have full artist uh, reign, (laughs) creativity. 
basically. Like, basically taking credit for the free creativity he wasn't going to give. It's super hypocritical. So Harvey isn't, like, a mastermind. He's really, like, a legitimate idiot who thinks uh, he knows, like, what's, like, the culture going to react to. And then, like, the complete opposite of what he thought was the brilliance of the flick. You know? Wow. Harvey is, uh, once again... Well, I think he was so successful just because he let all the artists have great free reign. And also he's a big reader. I found out from the Stern thing that he, he reads like a full script or a book a night. And he ties it all back to like 1600s literature, which is why I think like... Not anymore. He's in jail. He's in jail now. Well, I was talking about when like Miramax was good. But like, I know, but he was notoriously a, a ruthless titan who was a terrible person to all of the creatives. So like, I, just well, I mean, Tar- Tarantino like, said he's legit his father figure. So like, know, he clearly wasn't—he clearly wasn't bad if like you were good, you know? Like well, most. He liked you and you're, if you're a guy, yeah, but he was still a piece of shit. I don't know anything about that. I, would, I wouldn't use him as an example. <laughs> There's a big stink around for me. Well. It was a Tarantino Rogan interview, though, but like, uh, there, uh, there were a lot of like, well, I didn't get any story about like Brad Pitt threatening to fuck up Harvey for touching Gwen at the end, but uh, no, there were like a lot of reveals and anyway, sorry for rambling about X-Men track. No, it's okay. That sounded interesting. I hope so. Um, damn. So no love lost for England? No love lost. Definitely come back here if they get their COVID shit under control. And it was a great hmm. week. I'll tell you all about it when I see you. First. Okay. Cool. Sounds good, man. Well, uh, hopefully I'll let you know if my COVID test comes back negative and I can come home tomorrow so Oh, wait. When do you take your test? I took it already, but I find out today. If I could fly. Oh, what time do you find out today? Shit. You, probably in a couple hours. What? Yeah, some, sometime today. I don't know. Shit. How's work been? Thankfully not that busy. That's just luck, because it's not like they know you're there, right? They know I'm here. Oh, they know. Yeah, I, I didn't like, tell everybody, but I told like It's on HBO, though, right? Yeah, but that's the type of movie that I would definitely go into theaters to see. I heard it was wacky. I didn't hear that was it. Well, I 
Guardians of the Galaxy way, but it's like it takes great chances and it really pays off. Are you sure it pays off every time? All the reviews I've been reading are in it's fantastic. You sound excited. I am very. I love James Gunn. Yeah, so we have some good movies to look forward to. Okay. You're going out to the Hamptons again? Um, I don't know. I want to do it this weekend, but it's like too soon. I need to quarantine for a little bit. So maybe either the following week or the week after that. Okay. You sure you're not going because mom didn't let you go? You're making it seem like it was your choice. Well, she didn't let me go, but it's also not the smart decision to go. Even though she said it when you asked her to. Yes. That's an honest way of putting it. Mm -hmm. Thanks. No problem. Alright. Alright, man. It was good catching up. Yeah. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Feel better. He's such a liar. My dear, I spoke to my brother. I can't hear you. What did you say? Did you speak to your mother? Answer me. I spoke to my brother. Huh? I spoke to my mother and my brother. What did your mother say? Tell me. My mother said she's putting you in the nursing home, and my brother she said he's still gay. She's sending you in a nursing home. I can't understand you. How, how does they take the money from you? Where do you keep it? Right on the table? To show them you've got money? And you don't work? Good for you. Now you've got no money. So you better just don't look for a job. Get out of the house and look for a job. You're qualified. Qualified in many things. And if you can't get a job, you're going to go in, live in the bum like 
She's sending you, you in a nursing pay, home. You, you can't pay the rent. You can't do nothing. You don't have a job. <sighs> I can't. I can't take you in here. You you can't come in my house. It's like <laughs> Good job, I'm sorry. My brother is still like gay. You're, you're messy. I have to clean up. I can't. I'm an old. I'm 92 years old. You can't live with me. So you're on your own, kid. We listen to what your parent and mother told. My brother's still gay. You got me. What? You understand? Go get a job. That's what she's got to do. Is get a job. You're qualified in many, uh, in many areas. My brother's still gay, though. You got a job. My brother's still I gay. I can't understand your English. You have to write me a letter and what tell you say. I don't know what the hell you're saying. My mommy sent you a nursing home. Your bank statement? Yeah, my mom put you in nursing oh. home. You're going to the doctor? Yeah. Yeah? For what? My mommy sending you a nursing your home. Mouth? Yeah. What's wrong with your mouth? I got oral surgery from my gay you brother. Got that yeah. All right, go to the doctor. Go to the, uh, go where everybody goes. The poor people. You got money in the bank. Take your money out and go get and see your doctor. A good doctor. My good old gateway brother. Um, I don't know who, where, who your friends are. And they were nice friends. They beat you up. They, you're lucky they didn't kill you. You're going to die in a nursing home, old bag. My dear? That's where you could belong. I love you. You know that, huh? Why? Why? said you're going to a nursing home and she's going to bring the money to you yeah when over my dead body i don't know what you're talking all right i can't understand your talking that's good if she's coming to give you the money you know money don't go grow on trees she don't have that much money to support you. You have to get a job. What, dear? Yeah. You're sitting home on your ass, and you're not doing anything. But, 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 How is that any different to you? Things. And your bum's friends, they'll kill you yet. 
How is that different from you? you for no. good luck I love you I love you My brother's idea for his chick flick is so fucking gay. He really is a cuck with girls. Oh, duck and duck and duck. Diatrob and duck and blowers. I was stealing my Wolverine. He's like chipping this morning. My pants back. Wait. It's like already in the morning. I don't believe them. Okay. 
hate being screwed over. I cannot, will not be screwed. Big or small, walking tall, I'll lose my shirt on crypto before I let a Trump person cut me over. They probably voted for Obama too. I don't forget it, it's just not logic, I'll try what and done. Wanting a Ryan after the doesn't he love his own mom? They are not making light and letting the logical sense it's apathetic The point of inhumanity and I've never signed up for That I'm Prankster. Not the murder, you cunt. Muscles it like. Try isn't your whole life and cry, bitch. Baby, but I'm like your mom calls. You're not a problem, so irrespective of my mom, fuck my mama, what? If you see here, Ryan is a queer, a mom killer, oh no, a what? I deserve it, cause I am Oaken, and I am worthy of having none. My mom is dying, but you and Ryan told me you cried like your mom for what? For her, like a pathetic bitch, oh, a pathetic, logical. Every night, so often that you had to go to therapy and all of the drugs. But on the icky, told that on me, everything has he would make fun of you every single night to gain power over me and you don't think eventually when times get worse and rough. Would want to go love for your mom too. Oh, just for me, blue. Oh, oh, my, my mom, the only one who can be armed by he after I'm so horrible. Oh, you ever did wise? Give him a place to stay in the mind. Me, right? Ah, to me, I'm the one. The villain, the fool, the tycoon, moon, archetypal, legitimate up of the tableau, brand, molding, bandwan, pro, typically stereotype theme, antica, anthologic, ethical, anthology, analogy, what? Of a bad guy, aren't that's why I deserve to get my mom killed on that bratty bra? And as if any other person remotely close to him wouldn't have their mom at risk, Bronto.
far as I concern me, many and I that explain for the most is a Nazi worthy of marching off to a camps and wait I'm Americana style, how it law always us because the Jews are weaker, but the Jews are smarter, they know their revenge is the best of vengeance, by being nice until all green. Killers are executorally dwindled wine.
Roma, 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 Gaga, ooh la la, what's your romance?